Hello everyone, this is Unscripted Nonsense, a podcast that's designed to educate, to inform, to get people thinking. Most importantly, news. Breaking news. For instance, we're going to go right into it with ghost news. Now, the sighting of ghosts has been happening for for many years. It's weird though, because you never see, like, black ghosts. You know what I mean? I don't know, something to think about. Anyway, here is a news article that I found, and it's from a magazine. Granted, it's 1969, so not super recent, but within the last uh, 100 years. Just read the title here Astrologer Haunted by Ghost of Broadcaster. Now, I didn't read the article. All you really need is the title. But basically, an astrologer, right, Uh, learning about the stars and that, was being messed around by a ghost of a broadcaster. Now, I find this very intriguing for many different reasons, but one of the reasons is, was he in the studio where the broadcaster was? Or did he get stalked or followed by the ghost? I'm not sure, I'm not sure anyone really knows for sure how how that would happen. And what, what provokes ghosts, what triggers them to decide, this person would be interesting to haunt. Because for me, I'm thinking about like, if I was a ghost, why would I haunt someone? I think, I don't know, I think I would want to haunt someone that does something, someone famous. I just, I don't know if I would choose astrologer. I just feel like that's kind of like a boring job already. And as a ghost, I at least want to pass my time. Because I don't know how it works. Maybe it it takes a while to die as a ghost. I don't know. be interesting to find out. We'll have to get on a guest sometime and talk a little bit more about what ghosts do. Maybe we can get a ghost on, speak to them about what things they do things they enjoy, people they like to haunt. But going back to the news, I always wonder, like, what kind of broadcaster do you think it would be? So I think about it. I mean, according to the article, bits and pieces, get the gist of it. There's a lady, she was sitting at home, and uh, one of her babies started crying, the dog started barking, and she got a bit concerned about that. And then she realized that when the windows were flying open, she was being haunted by a ghost. And it doesn't say why she thought it was a broadcaster, but she didn't know a specific name of the broadcaster. And I looked him up. His name's Norman uh, Brokenshire. And it's interesting because he is pretty famous. I just feel like, you know, she's a bit boring, has a has a boring life as astrologer. I just think, like, why would a famous broadcaster be haunting her? Because I feel like if I was a broadcaster, I would probably haunt another broadcaster. I don't really know many names of broadcasters, but if I did and I was a broadcaster, I would probably haunt another broadcaster. Because that, that's what he enjoyed doing, Norman. He, he enjoyed broadcasting. But then again, maybe he got bored of broadcasting and he thought... 
you know, after death. He thought maybe you'd try something new. Decided maybe astrology would be a good fit for him. And that's good, you know, trying new things. I'm trying this, podcasting. So I understand, I guess, why. I don't know. I don't know what I would do as a ghost. Probably watch a lot of uh, TV of some sort. You get bored. How long do you have to live for as a ghost? That's another question. But anyway, uh, that's the article. It's called Astrologer Haunted by Ghost of Broadcaster. Uh, it's in Beyond Magazine. Again, not, not breaking news. It's from 1950, 1969. But news nonetheless. News to you, I suppose. News to me. I guess the moral from the story is when babies cry and dogs bark and windows fly open. Um, might have a ghost in the house. They might have weird occupations. These ghosts. All right. Well, moving on from ghosts today, we're going to transition to alien. Alien news. So I found this article online. The website to go to is uh, Thought Catalog, where I found this article. And yeah, it's about alien abductions, which, you know, I've never been abducted, but if I was, I'd probably ask a couple of questions. First one would be like, why, why did I get abducted versus someone else? Because I don't really have an interesting life. You know, I don't know why aliens uh, abduct people. Going back to this article, there was this, this woman living at her parents' home. Probably not doing well. She's an adult living at home. But uh, I bet she was trying to, uh, on the up and up, uh, she said she played a lot of World of Warcraft. So maybe she was putting her life back together. So she was sitting at home playing World of Warcraft. Uh, and she heard knocking at her door, and all of a sudden the FBI was there. I don't know where that came. And I suppose that would happen, wouldn't it? If you got abducted, didn't remember it, FBI's probably looking out. They'll be on your uh, doorstep at some point. Maybe I have been abducted, you know? Would I know if I was abducted? You know, according to this article, you know, she said she didn't really remember it. Anyway, so the FBI knocked on her door, wanted to check the water source. I don't know why the FBI was checking... The water source kind of feels like a bit of waste of money as far as the FBI goes. You know, I would just call on a plumber, I think. But no, they were there checking water, I guess, making sure nothing's crazy there. And um, she said the lights started flashing, which is pretty crazy. <clears throat> and she said after the lights were flashing, she had a burning sensation in her eyes, and she said she was in excruciating pain. Then she was knocked out. Uh, she said she thought she was in heaven. Maybe she was. She had that flash, flashback of her life, which I always wondered what that would be like, like what things you would see. Do you see everything? Because if you see everything, I mean, that would take, that would take, for instance, 27 years for me to go through that. That would be a long time. Or do you see the big things? And what does... Who determines that? be interesting to find out, I think. Not encouraging you to uh, try to have flashbacks of your life through death. But, uh, I don't know, something to think about if you're dying. Actually, I think if we thought about it that way, that more people would be excited to die. You get to remember all these things. But if it's the big things, right? Like, I have a lot of memories that aren't great. A lot of big, bad things. So that wouldn't be enjoyable. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a guest on later and talk about it. Going back to the article, 
She said once she went and had a flashback of her life, she didn't remember anything except waking up in bed. She was in a cold sweat and panic, and her parents were cooking dinner downstairs, so things are back to normal. After all this, she decides to go back and play World of Warcraft. So she didn't really learn a lot from it. Because I don't know, like if I had a near-death experience, or in this case an abduction, I might take it as a sign. Maybe stop playing so much World of Warcraft, but uh, she didn't anyway. She went back to her old life. Glad that she was able to tell this story because I think it's important to educate yourself. If you're living at home with your parents playing World of Warcraft, you know, get abducted and might, um, might abduct you. I don't know what information they got out of that. Now that we're done with that topic, I think we're going to head on to another very important if not the most important uh, news of the day. Yetis. Yetis. Kind of like a Bigfoot. Lives in colder regions, I suppose. And, well, because they have white fur. But I figure that makes sense. You know, polar bears have white white fur. They live in the cold. Other bears have darker fur, like the uh, Bigfoot. And they live in other places. Uh, warmer places. I assume, anyway. I don't... I'm not... I'm not a zoologist or anything, but, I mean, that makes sense. And I reckon that's why uh, the Yeti lives in the colder weather. Which, you know, the, they both have thick fur, so you'd think they would both want to live in the colder weather. Getting back to this article that I read, again, this is a website called ScienceRumors.com. And there's some good pictures and things. Really interesting, actually. And I read this under uh, top 10 Yeti sightings, and they have pictures. So, I mean, that proves it right there. You know, if they have pictures of Yetis, they clearly exist. I know mean, some people said, like, famous sightings and stuff, or people dressing up. But I don't know. Like, I just, I can't imagine why someone would dress up in a hairy outfit because like if I did something like that I would I would want a name check I'd want my face to be seen you know I want credit for that whereas they just put it on a mask in the costume I don't believe it and I don't think the government wants us to know either anyway going back to this article there is a little uh, yeti and there's a little uh, yeti uh, and this is in Himalayas don't know where that is, but I hear it's quite good. Because I've heard a lot of things about it. But sometimes when things like are big names, you know, like Walmart's a big name, but I don't enjoy going there, you know? Or uh, I just read like big cities I wouldn't want a vacation in, you know? So Himalayas, not sure if it's a good place to visit, but uh, maybe we'll do another podcast about that at some point, whether or not to visit Himalayas. So they have a picture here. From far away, and I'm looking at it right now, actually. And a little Yeti, it says that he was taking a stroll in the evening. And I imagine that, like, if someone was taking a picture of me as I'm strolling, you know, I'm trying to have a nice time here, you know, I'm out in nature. So I can't imagine being famous. And I suppose as a Yeti, uh, you would be fairly famous. But then again, you know, in the picture, he looks like a, he's on the main road having a stroll. If you're working on being hidden, that's not the greatest place to have a stroll. But it is amazing, the picture. Uh, there's actually a couple pictures on there. I'm not sure exactly which one is the one of the Yeti taking a stroll. 
It is uh, pretty cool, though. And I just imagine, like, I just think that's amazing. Because why is it taking a stroll? Because they think, like, I take a stroll because I'm in an apartment. I walk. I walk just to get away from it all. So does that mean he has, like, a house? And if he has a house, does he live alone? So that'd be a bit boring in life. But then again, you're out in nature. It's kind of freeing. I heard about this um, this guy that lived in the woods for all these years, many years, um, by himself. I don't think I could do that. I mean, for many reasons, but I think one of the reasons would be, like, not having a cheeseburger for all those years. Could you imagine not having television? I mean, I guess not having people would be a big thing. And maybe some of the, these are the thoughts in the Yeti's, Yeti's head. Then again, if you don't know about those things, would you miss them? Would you miss them? Sometimes living a basic life, I've heard, is, is a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. But then what sort of thoughts would you have going around in your head? Like, what sort of worries? Because everything has worries. Like, um, orangutans, their forests are being cut down. That's a bit of a worry. Imagine, imagine fishes have, uh, have worries too, getting eaten by sharks and all that. And, uh, of course, humans have worries. You know, everyone has worries, I suppose. That's the point there. I wonder what the Yeti's worries are. Imagine getting pictures taken of them would be a worry. That's why he kind of keeps out of the limelight. But that'll be something to uh, dig into later. Now we're going to move into animal news. I heard about a seagull that was in Washington, D.C., and he was having a nice day out, flying with some friends. And he and uh, he decided to land on this this statue of George George Washington. I don't know why birds are so interested in in statues. Anyway, him and his friends decided to uh, take uh, take some time to sit on this statue, watch people go by. Which, in a way, you know, I do that sometimes. Watch people, not in like a weird way, but. Sometimes, you know, I'll sit in a grounded cafe here in town, watch people go by. And that just kind of shows that, you know, seagulls and, and humans really aren't that different when you think about it. But he was sitting on a statue watching people go by when someone threw a loaf of bread at these seagulls. And this seagull, he was a bit, bit, uh, buffer than the rest. Sort of like a, sort of like a, bodybuilder sort of thing he was able to grab the whole loaf of bread and fly away with it and make sandwiches or something out of it but i've also heard that seagulls use a bunch of things to make nests out of i mean i suppose it's a bit like a gingerbread house just without the ginger so that'd be interesting but yeah i suppose if i was a buff seagull i'd grab bigger things too but i also wonder I mean, he probably needs to eat more. So do you think he's going to share that with his uh, seagull friends? Thank you for listening to Unscripted Nonsense. We apologize that we cannot give the last 15 minutes of your life back. If you have any complaints, please refer to the email unscriptedn218. That's unscripted, capital N, 218, 